I got now Shabbos Kodesh here we are before Pasha's told us. Baruch Hashem, these uh, sedres, these Pashas are so, so you say this, of course, all parts of Tayyar are, but so many, so many different things can be learned. There's so many, you say this for us as people, as B'nai Yisrael, as B'nai Tayyar, from all these lessons, all these, every single word is so important. Okay, so we'll see the Vatayar from Sefer Berkas Avi this week, Pashas told us. First of all, we're learning with Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah and Ephraim of Igdom and Rachelayer of Ushalem recovered Mamish Besoik Shachar of Israel. Okay, Sefer Berchas Avi. Vayahav Yitzchok has Esav Kitzayid Befit. Rivka Yehebes as Yaakov. So Yitzchok loved Esav because he was a Tzayid Befit. And Rivka loved Yaakov. So, like on any Indian in these pastures or any Indian, I tell you, there's so many questions that arise. Berchas Avi speaks out the following. The first one. It's, it's obviously simple that the Pusik, as it's, as it's uh, translated by the Targum, since uh, Esau would, uh, Yaakov Avinu would, Yitzchok would eat from Esau's Tzayid, so he loved him because he prepared his food. Rashi brings from the Medrash that uh, he would uh, entrap and snare his father and trick him with his words, Esau, and he would ask him how to be, take myself from salt, and from straw, and Yitzchak thought that he was very medactic in mitzvahs. Mela caused him to love him more. The question arises: So these two pshatim, the 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 way it's understood through the targum, that literally Yitzchak would eat from his food, that it ace of court, or the second that Rashi points out that he would ask him questions and snare him through his mouth. How does it? How do they um, line up? How do these pshatim synthesize? Why? Because we know that a drush of the Torah cannot possibly uh, contradict the Pashup Shat. It simply comes, a drush comes to be myself on Pashup Shat. So how do we understand these uh, dissimilar explanations? So first we have to understand, we need to under- relate what the source, the underpinnings of the difference of opinion between Yitzchak and Rivka were of which child to be loved more. And the third question would arise, why did Rivka not love Esav as much as Yitzchak? After all, Esav cooked for Rivka as well. The Arachayim HaKadosh asked this question. And the fourth question is, why didn't Rivka simply tell Yitzchak, you should know, my dear husband, Esav's a Russia? Arachayim HaKadosh asked this question as well. Okay, step by step. We learn later on the Pesach. That the wives of Esau caused pain to Yitzchak and Rivka. Rashi explains there because they were Oyved Avodazar. And the Sipsei Chacham explains since Rashi, when he's Mefarish that, that they were Mitzar, Yitzchak, and Rivka, he's Medaktik, Rashi's Sipsei Chacham says, Rashi's Medaktik, that it specifically says Yitzchak first. And then Rivka, because it was Mitzai Yitzchak more than uh, Rivka when it came to this Indian of Yitzchak's, of, of Esau's wives serving about the Why is this? 
So this is a Chacham would explain. Because Yitzchak had no exposure at all to Abba Dezari. He grew up in Abba Avinu's house, which was Kedusha, Kaddish Vitar. And he was protected from Yishmael when they sent Yishmael away. Memele had no exposure, so even a little bit of Abba Dezari was very painful for Yitzchak. Rivka, on the other hand, grew up in uh, Haran. And they had Abba Dezari there. Her father, her brothers, and the place. So it seems to be understandable that these tzaddikim, Yitzchak and Refka, even on the heightened, very high madragas, they still had uh, minute differences in their ruchniyah stature because of the way and the tzad of how they grew up, how they were raised, their chinuch, their background. There were still the minute differences, even though they were on such a great high madrega of being an av and an aim of Klai Yisrael. So perhaps you could say this tool was the underpinnings, the under-reasoning, and their understanding differently regarding Esau and Yaakov. And through this cook of understanding the difference of their backgrounds, Rivka and Yitzchak, perhaps we can answer the above questions we asked. So we know, we said Yitzchak grew up in the house of Avram, who was a tzaddik gamo, and even his servants and his shepherds were kasher. Therefore, Yitzchak's approach looking in his ayin uh, so to speak, would not allow him to even suspect that Esau was a Russia. He just, he understood Esau as he understood, as it came across to him in, a, in an open and honest way, that the way Esau approached him, forthright, that's who he was, and Memele is a tzaddik. And since Yitzchak understood that Esau, just like Yaakov, was a tzaddik, Therefore, he loved Esau a little bit more. Why? Like Rashi explains, because he would feed him. Esau would feed Yaakov. Uh, Esau would feed Yitzchak. And obviously, on a side point, we could say Yaakov didn't feed, didn't cook for Yitzchak because he was busy learning. And and the mitzvah of Kibbutz Aveim, as grandeur, as special as it is, still in all, it's a mitzvah that's able to be done on somebody else at the time. And now let's try to be miyashiv, like we mentioned, the pshat and the drosh from above. The nafkamina between the understanding of the Targum who says that Yaakov, Yaakov, that Esau fed Yitzchak, immediately loved him more, and Rashi said that uh, he tricked him. Let's, let's understand that. The Jush, that Yitzchak was tricked by Esau, and Esau gave the appearance of being a, a tzaddik. Through this we can come to understand. Through this we can understand the shat and the drush, how it comes out similar, they complement each other. Because the drush, that Yitzchak was tricked, that Esau was inside the fifth and made it out to seem that he was a tzaddik, comes to add on and explain why Yitzchak assumed that he was a tzaddik. And through this we understand how he was able to love Esau, because that since Esau fed him, like shot of the possum. But Rivko, who is the daughter of a Russia, and the sister of a Russia, and from a place of wicked people, like Rashi says, therefore, Rivka understood the teva, the nature of a Russia, and she knew that this sidkas of Esav is only on the appearance level, to out the four others. But truthfully, down inside, he was a Russia, and therefore, Rivka loved Yaakov more because he would sit and learn Torah. He was truly a tzaddik through and through, not only face value, but deep down inside. Therefore, 
even though Esav would feed them, and Rivka also, still in all, she did not love him because she knew he was a Russia. And even if she would go and tell Yitzchak that he was a Russia, Rivka, Yitzchak wouldn't have been a Kabbalah. Why? Because Yitzchak didn't grow up around Rishad. He had no knowledge of these things. He wouldn't be able to feel it and be sensitive to the fact that there's such a messias in his house, that his son himself was a, was a Russia. He writes here in the Sefer Berch that he found also in the Sefer Al Yagid from the Magid of, uh, from the Dubna Magid, the same thing, a similar thing, and also his name of Torah from Abzalam and Sarasim Zatal also explains similarly that since Yitzchak and Rivka grew up in dissimilar situations, therefore Yaakov and Esav, I'm, I'm sorry, therefore Yitzchak loved Esav and Rivka loved Yaakov, like, like we just explained. Also now here, the the Shlach explains here, in Pashas Tolis, in Derech Achai, that Yitzchak loved Esau because of Inyanei Olam Hazer. Therefore, the Pesach writes, Ye'ehav, a lotion of Ovar. Because when Esau, or if Esau would stop bringing the food to his father, to, his, to Yitzchak, so then the Ahava would stop. It was Tolib Dava. Like, like it says in Perkei Yavis, Kol Ahava Shehi Tolib Dava. Any love that's uh, hinged upon a certain concept. So, if that concept is uh, stopped, so the Ahava stops. But Rivko, who loved Yaka, why? Because it's only my and Nitzchi, and Ruchni. Therefore, it says, Loshin Oyeheves, Loshin Hoive, that she loved him all the time, and it would never stop, like Hazal said. And then Perki Yavis, any love that's not contingent on any specific thing. Therefore, then it would be Ahava Miskayemis. The Slav finishes off by saying that this is a Musa Gadol, that a person shouldn't come to apply too much uh, love and attachment to this world and only save it for Torah and Mitzvahs and the Ruchnias, like it says in the Pasuk, It's an important concept to come and recognize what is proper and true and important to and real, real, enduring, that's something to love and something to attach and process and make part of yourself. Okay, of course, we always end off saying, have a good Shabbos, Kol Tov, Zayi